I'm going to real quick try to touch on a, uh, on all the stuff that I've already tried making a, a uh, pot, uh, episode over. Anyway, as I stumble through this, I have not touched on a couple of these things. One being Gillette. Uh, I started to um, talk about what it is to be a man earlier when it came to the question that Jesse Lee Peterson likes to ask his guests. Um, because I believe he's he recognizes um, what's going on and he's doing his part to uh, combat it. And uh, that is the demasculinization, the de- yeah, the demasculinization of men of our society, which is a horribly dangerous thing. As a matter of fact, I'm actually watching the episode 214, Learn of Burn, um, Masculinity in 2019 by Owen Benjamin. If you haven't heard me talk about him, uh, maybe you just haven't been hearing me talk. Because <laughs> Owen Benjamin is uh, is a good dude, and I've been um, watching him for a while. And I'm extremely impressed by a lot of the stuff that he's talking about. Now, other people who are uncomfortable with the truth think that he's he's going off the rails and he's crazy and all this other shit. Stop it. He isn't. I promise you. Um, he's seemingly becoming more awake. And I don't think he needs a lot. Um and that's not to say that I'm on some kind of other realm than him. It's not. Um, you can see where he's seeing certain things and he's coming coming closer to them, uh, one of which is Flat Earth. And, I mean, shit, he, uh, he got me on board with the, uh, the moon landing. I am not, when it, and I think it's the same with him. In fact, I'm pretty certain he said as much. He's not... Uh, it's not a part of his identity to believe that we made it to the moon or not. It's not part of his identity to believe that the earth is flat or a globe. And that's the same as, as me. But anyway, as I can touch on these things, one, I was basically saying that is he's not crazy. He's going into um, a long um, explanation of masculinity, and I love it. And uh, I can't help but agree with a lot of what he's saying. Let's see, a few, uh, because I'm not going to be able to touch on all of them. I've already tried doing um, the first episode that I did earlier today with about Tiny. Uh, and now I'm going to try to do it. I actually tried doing it earlier, and I went too far in. So I'll try touching on a couple of things that I think makes a man. One is mental strength, um, or at least mental honesty. Being honest, being honest with yourself, knowing who you are, at least attempting to find that out. I think that that's part of being a man. Um, Before that, you have to biologically be a man. You have to biologically be uh, primarily a man. And I'm uh, I'm including those who, ah, damn it, what is the name? It's whatever, uh, shit, now I'm having a blank. The chick from Halloween. Um, not Jess, not Jesse. Is it Jet? No, Jessica. No, you know what I'm talking about. A chick from uh, from the Halloween movies. She's just in the most recent one. Anyway, um, you have to primarily be be of a male biological structure 
um, meaning you, you need to have a dick and balls. That's number one. And then to get past that, uh, you have to be in search for truth, honesty, and be honest with yourself. On top of those things, you have to be strong. That's what makes a real man a man. A man protects. A man protects the innocent. He protects those that cannot defend themselves. Um, or at least defends, attempts to. Even if you're physically weak, but you still stand in front of a woman whose, I don't know, whose boyfriend is coming to her, her husband, whatever it may be. If you stand in front of that person and you can't physically um, dissuade the the threat, you're still a man in my book. Um, one who tries to better themselves as well in every way that they can. A man believes in truth. A man believes in family. A man understands and recognizes those things. A man is masculine. Traditional masculine. Not this fucking... Um, what do they call that? Where a guy's not gay, but he dresses... He's, he's worried about his fashion all that bullshit. It's not to say you can't worry about your fashion. I worry about my fashion. Most people do. It's a part of your identity and how you want to project yourself out to other people. Um... I wear, you know, a certain type of uh, jeans and shirts and things of that nature. So I do, I think most people do care about their fashion. Even the ones who go, oh, I don't care what other people, yes, you do. Everybody cares what other, what somebody else thinks. I care about what my kids think. I care about the people that I love and what they think of me. And I, I attempt every day to make them think well of me at all times. However... Um, I also don't sacrifice who I am in order to make that because I don't have to because I'm honest up front so that they know who I am so that I don't have to pretend um, a man is not and it's not to say that you, you never lie I'm not saying that at all I've lied I've made a, pl a, a fucking plethora of, of mistakes um, some of which have come from lies but uh, you attempt, you try it, you know. A, uh, I don't think that you necessarily need to believe in God to be a man. However, it's a big bonus. Um, and I'm not necessarily even saying that you have to be heterosexual to be a man. I don't think it helps when you're homosexual. Um, especially with how I've talked about with homosexuals and them. Once you come out of the closet, you take on these, these uh, mannerisms of the opposite sex oddly, you know, where gay men act feminine and, and uh, gay women act masculine. It's, it's a, such a bizarre thing to me. In fact, oddly enough, uh, Gavin McGinnis and Ryan Katsu-Rivera were talking about that today. And uh, Gavin McGinnis believes a lot in nature as opposed to nurture. And uh, I don't. I disagree with him heavily on that. I don't believe that you were born gay. I also don't believe that it's a choice. I think that it's an absolute desire that you really do have, whatever your sexuality may be, whatever your sexual preference is. But um, actually, Milo Yiannopoulos talking to Michael, 
uh, Voris from the militant or uh, the church militant. Um, Milo was making a point that, it, but he wasn't making a super strong point, the one that I'm making, but pretty fucking close. He was saying that uh, nobody knows, excuse me, how certain things will, how, how people will absorb um, and process certain things that they're exposed to in life. When it comes to homosexuality, Everyone that I've ever known to be homosexual was abused as a kid. Now, that's not to say that everybody who was abused as a kid turns out gay. Um, I'm one of those that was abused as a kid and didn't turn out gay. I know plenty of others. However, every gay person that I know of, or that I've, and I'm talking TV, we're talking celebrities or whatever, you know, any type of fame, um, they, they, uh, Fuck, what was I saying? Everyone that I know was was abused. Anyway, being a man, I mean, there's so many answers to that. There's so many facets of what makes a man a man. But um, believing in demasculinizing somebody is not part of being a man. And this is a very dangerous thing that, they're, that the left is doing, the liberal left, and trying to demasculate people. I have a cousin, an idiot who is not, how's it, how's it the saying go? One, he's not a real man. Um, a man fights, by the way. A man, um, a real man. Now, I'm not saying that, it, it's the, the uh, willingness to fight, if need be. And if that's the case, you've been in a fight. In just the reality that we live in, you've been in a fight or you wish you would have fought. Um, we have those opportunities, at least in a man's life, very often throughout our lifetimes. And uh, I've been in my fair scare scraps. Most men do. And that's what makes, that's, that's a part of what makes you a man, is that you, you've gotten into conflict. Arguably for many people, and I'm not quite sold on it, but I also don't know because I'm not in that realm. But what makes men so much funnier than women, and that's the, that's the truth. I'm not saying that there's no funny women. What I'm saying is the vast majority of women are not as funny as men. The reason being is because of conflict. Because men um, are more exposed to conflict than women are. And women can get all fucking bitchy and, and angry about it, about me making that claim. But it's absolutely true. Women don't have to worry about getting into fist fights as much as men do. I go out to the bar with my friends. I know right off the bat I'm getting around alcohol. There's going to be the, a very real possibility that I might have to get into a fist fight. Most men know that. And that's not because I want to. It's because that's just how it is. I'd also argue that I have a... a, a I have uh, something, <laughs> something in me that attracts the worst people <laughs> uh, to my geographical location. And uh, if there is a possibility somehow, some way, it will find its way to me. And I just don't take a lot of shit nowadays. So um, I'm almost more than willing to deal with it. Anyway, Gillette came out with their bullshit, horrid uh, commercial 
and I really didn't feel the need to necessarily have to talk about it, but I thought it'd be kind of fun. Um, it's a joke. You know, they're they're trying to really wipe away everything about men that makes us men, you know. There are stark differences between men and women. Women are far more nurturing than men, far more patient. Uh, there's so many things that come into that. Uh, and, and human beings, we need both our moms and our dads because we need that contrast. We need the 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 authoritative father figure to set us straight when we make our mistakes and we need the mothers for the nurturing aspect for when we're when we're injured when we're ill when we're hurt when we when for the emotional strength you know it's a, a man can only go so far with that where a woman takes over you know and a woman can only go so far um my mom uh, here's a, a little example my mom tried to discipline me. Now, I believe in spanking. He never hit with a, a paddle. I've never understood that. The hitting with paddles or switches or all that. Um, I mean, I guess I do for a woman's standpoint because they don't have the strength. But how it's supposed to go, at least how I was always taught, was um, bare hand to bare ass. And you make it so it stings. So it stings your hand because if you know, or you know that it sting, if it stings your hand, it stings their ass. They've learned it. Um, and that's how I was always raised. My mom tried spanking me. And I had to try so very hard not to laugh as she was doing it. Because I knew that if I were to laugh then, my dad was going to come home. And then I was going to get the real punishment. Um, Stefan Moylano and I would disagree on this. He actually he doesn't believe in, in physical punishment. I know it works. Um, now, are there exceptions to the rule? Yes, there's always exceptions to the rule. Some kids don't need it. Most kids do. Um, in fact, most people understand it because there was a black woman who was beating the ever-living... I actually didn't like what she was doing. She was beating the shit out of her kid. This is three, four years ago, if you remember. There was a, um, a, a protest and, um... Or something along those lines. Maybe a riot? Maybe it had to do with Ferguson. And um, there was a black kid that was out there, boy. And his mom came out of nowhere and the news caught it. And she started beating the shit out of I mean, she was slapping him in the head. And uh, yelling at him crazy. Yelling at him. And uh, the majority of the responses were very positive. That that was a... a a mother doing a good job of um, getting her kid in line. Now, I don't want to be a stickler, but I'm going to be. That's not how you hit a kid. You don't ever hit in the head. Never. You never hit in the head. Um, you don't hit a kid like you're fighting an adult. You never hit a kid with a closed fist. Um... Slapping. I've never liked slapping, but I've come around to it because it, it does something far different than a spanking. It isn't as severe. It only takes one. Um, and it tends to be with the mouth. Uh, and what I mean by that is the kid mouthing off, if you will. Um, 
but you never, you, you never, oh my God, watching that, it, I was just watching that going, Jesus, she is seriously trying to hurt him like a fucking fight. Um, I didn't like it, personally. I mean, do I like it more than her not doing anything? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. However, the other argument that could also be used is, why was he there in the first place? Where's his father? Why is the mom doing this? That's All that's going to do is bruise his ego. She's taking those slaps to the head, like, okay, whatever. You know, mom's getting crazy, but... Um, that that should have been the father grabbing him by the back of the neck, pushing him out in front of him to walk, and that kid would have known he was in deep shit because he's going home to get a whooping of the likes that is going to leave his ass bruised so that it's going to be hard for him to sit. So it's a, it's a reminder. Every time he goes to sit down, holy shit, I'm not doing that again. But that should have been done. I mean, this kid was in his early teens. He should have never been out there in the first place because he should have learned that a long time ago, back when he was five or six, when the, when the father didn't have to spank him as hard. You know what I mean, if that makes sense? There's an age-old saying, at least down in, down in the south where I'm from, if you haven't done the job of a parent by, and it, the age frequency, it's it, not frequency, but it, it changes. It's a bit of a sliding scale, I guess. Um, I've heard some as young as six. I've heard some as high, as high as 10. If they haven't learned it, let's say 10. If they haven't learned it by 10, they're never going to. You, you are going to have to work triple time in order for them to get what they should have learned by 10, if that makes sense. And that's extremely true. That kid should have never been out there in the first place. Not just that, where was the father? Not just that. Jesus, she was beating him like she was fighting a, another adult. And there was a lot that seemed wrong with, with that. However, like I said, I'd much rather her be that type of, be a parent in that way than sitting back and cheering it on or whatever. So uh, that's another thing about being a man. Um, be accountable and be responsible, like I keep saying. I mean, that goes to really all humans, all people. But um, a man is accountable for his actions, for his mistakes. And um, he's responsible. Takes care of his family. He's a protector. He's a hunter-gatherer. Even if that hunting is going to work and that gathering is buying a house, getting food, things of that nature. So um, those are just a few, I think the big, you know, pretty big um, aspects of being a man. Another thing is actually being a parent. I think that's a massive thing when it comes to being a, a man. My dad, and, and teaching, you become a teacher. Um, when you're a parent, and, and, and I think all men should be fathers, um, or at least strive to be, if that makes sense. Uh, I understand that there's always exceptions to the rule. Some people weren't meant to have kids, I guess. However, um, my dad never taught me what I should have known. I mean, nothing. The thing I, I learned from my dad was how not to be a parent and how to party. That's where I learned from my dad. That was it. I learned how to abandon people. Um, 
well, I think at least the silver lining to what he taught me was how not to do those things. You know, I, I learned how not to be a parent. I learned how not to um, abandon others. I learned how to take a stand for something. And um, I learned how to be brave by not being him. And although people may see this as me dishonoring my father, I can see your argument. But um, he taught me how not to be like something. And I don't ever want to be like him. I want to be brave. And I want to be courageous. I want to overcome my fears. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good man. You know. And I and Gillette, following shit like Gillette ain't gonna ain't gonna lead me there, ain't gonna lead you there, ain't gonna lead anybody there. That's gonna lead you to ruin. And that's the that is a flat out attempt to do so. Not just that, they're shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> so I'm gonna let them keep shooting themselves in the foot. I'm gonna let all of these companies that wanna keep taking this this uh this line and tow it right into destruction. Go ahead, fucking have at it, man. But it takes real men to again be teachers. And to and that's why standing up, that's why Tiny and um Joey Gibson and Gavin McGinnis, Stephen Moylan, Owen Benjamin, Alex Jones, all these guys, Ron Paul, Rand Paul, that's why them just merely doing just fucking getting up there and talking is enough. Because it teaches others what it is to be a man. These guys are all men. And although it may seem, sound like I'm being sycophantic or, or, um, or a fanboy or whatever, that's not it. Because you see something in all these guys. You see bravery. You see courage. You see what it is to be a man. And if you're already a man, it galvanizes that for you. Like, yeah, we're really doing something. We're really doing something, not just something, we're really doing something right. And that's a big difference too. I cannot stand hearing people go, oh, well, I, I'm doing something. I'm doing something with my life. What are you doing? Is it good or is it bad? A man does what's right. He follows the truth. Attempts to be good always in all scenarios and opportunities. That's what being a man is. So, as always, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be a liberal because that shit won't lead you to being a man. <laughs>